Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Squadron. I'm your host, Garrett Teslaw. The Squadron is about developing, optimizing, and maximizing the health and wellness of law enforcement officers all around the world. The show is my journey as a law enforcement officer to get better, smarter, and stronger by evaluating my own life and by reaching out to experts to see what I can learn from them. I talk to other cops, doctors, Navy SEALs, meditation experts, anyone who can be a force multiplier in my life. Thanks for being with us and get ready for another great show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Before we jump too far in, I want to thank our sponsor for the show, SB Tactical and the iCombat Active Shooter Training System. Now in the past when you've heard me talk about the iCombat system, it's been a product for departments to either rent or buy for the entire department. And there hasn't been a product that could help an individual officer improve their skills. Well that changes today. I finally get to talk about the iCombat Pro, the first realistic firearms training system that you can use safely in your own living room. The iCombat Pro is designed specifically for individual officers, and it's perfect for officers who, like me, don't have easy access to a range, or who also, like me, have a really hard time explaining to the, all the online ammo purchases to the spouse unit. The iCombat Pro sets up easily, and your target is a sensor box that you can place anywhere. The pistol is the same iCombat pistol with the ability to cycle, emit muzzle flashes and sounds, and the sensor gives you immediate feedback on shot placement. But here's what I really like, and it's an example of how you can use this system uh, at home. I carry a Glock 17 on duty, and so the iCombat pistol is nearly identical in feel and weight. I can set the sensor up in one of my rooms, and I can practice pieing corners and addressing a threat from cover down my own hallways. While the kids are gone, of course. Pre-sale orders are being taken, and you can learn more about iCombat training system at sbtactical.com. They're great supporters of the show. It's an American-made product, and they're veteran-owned. All right, now today's guest. Today's guest is Nick Shaw. Nick is the founder and CEO of Renaissance Periodization, uh, perhaps better known as RP Strength. I've talked about them on the show before with our past guest, Freddie Camacho, uh, when he mentioned them for the first time, and we've given away one of their auto templates before, and we'll talk about that more in a bit. RP Strength got their start working with powerlifters and Olympic lifters, but they've also moved into top-level CrossFit athletes like Freddie and his wife, China Cho, and many others. The RP method is somewhat unique, uh, especially with CrossFitters and our uh, seemingly unending desire to stay paleo, uh, but really they're a coaching service for both nutrition and conditioning. They also have a variety of programs from personal one-on-one coaching to diet templates to books and online seminars, and RP Strength has a variety of programs from uh, for average people to completely elite athletes to, in our case, tactical athletes. Uh, what I really liked and why I wanted to get Nick on the show is that they have a ton of content that they put out, both free and through their mailing list and through their uh, programs. After Freddie was on the show, Nick heard that I was trying to lose weight, and he offered to send me a three-month template for their program, which we'll talk about a little bit more uh, in the show. I liked it. However, I'll be honest about two things. One, I only completed about a month of the program, but in fairness, it was because I was already planning to do a whole life challenge, and I had to start that with my wife, so we shifted to that. And two, I didn't follow it as closely as I could have. Uh, But still, I saw some gains, and I saw a lot of benefits. Nick's programs really emphasize the timing and the quantity of nutrients uh, in the time and the, in the time immediately before and after a workout. It's something that I never really emphasized much, uh, especially stuff like eating carbs before a workout. I know a lot of people talk about stuff like window of gains after, uh, after a workout, and I started to focus on that and trying to uh, ingest protein soon after a, a workout. But 
I, I kind of have always left with or, or have remnants of the Body for Life program, which was that you didn't, you tried not to eat before working out in the morning. You tried to work out in a fasted state. So I was always reluctant to eat carbs early in the morning, right before I knew I was going to work out. And I thought I'd be heavy or lethargic or uh, have stomach issues. And that actually turned out not to be the case when I was doing this. And in fact, I found as Nick promised would happen that my recovery was much better. My muscle soreness decreased significantly. Uh, and I, uh, had, uh, I, I was able to go a lot better in the workouts. Uh, now that the whole life challenge is over, I plan to revisit the RP template again with a little bit more focus. Now for the whole life challenge, we'll do, I'll do a whole other, uh, episode on that, uh, some other time and give you my recap of that. Uh, overall, very successful. Uh, also as part of this episode, Nick offered to give away one of the auto templates to a listener of the show. The winner will be able to select either a weight loss plan or a mass gain plan. Uh, so details on that, how, on how to enter that contest are after the interview. So just stay tuned to the uh, post show, little lingo there for you, the post show. And I'll tell you how to enter that contest for a free uh, $99 value uh, for either losing weight or wanting to gain muscle. And Nick has assured me that uh, it's it's possible to lose weight without losing strength. That was one of my biggest concerns because I just came out of 2015 with a lot of strength gains, a lot of PRs, uh, huge bumps, uh, double digit sometimes 40% increases in my PRs and I didn't want to lose any of that and 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 in the time that I was doing it I felt like I was actually still getting better. All right, so to follow us at the squad room or to follow the squad room, it's at the squad room on Twitter or Instagram and to reach out to us uh, with any questions, comments about this show or anything like that, just squadroompodcast at gmail.com. And like I said, after the show is or after the interview there's information on how to uh, enter a contest to win one of Nick's templates. And check out a picture of Nick uh, on our show notes and all the information we talk about in the show at thesquadroom.net. And you'll see Nick and you'll see that he knows what he's talking about. The other thing I liked about RP Strength and why I think they're a little more legit than just your average, or a lot more legit really, than your average uh, trainer, so to speak, or nutritionist, is that they've got a lot of PhDs on staff. They've got college-level coaches on staff. They've got um, uh, nutritionists and sports physiologists and people like that are the actual coaches. So they definitely know what they're talking about. Nick is definitely one of those guys. So look forward to the interview. Nick Shaw with RP Strength. Nick Shaw, welcome to the squad room. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, we I got introduced to you, as I've said before, uh, through Freddie Camacho, a good dude who's a prior uh, guest on this show. You know Freddie. Um, yeah, sure. I've, I've got the pleasure to meet him. He's a real good dude. So yeah. China. Uh, yeah, and, and actually both he and China are uh, are sponsored by your, by your company, uh, RP Strength, or Renaissance Periodization Strength, right? Yep, and uh, they were introduced to us uh, through their CrossFit coach. Uh, hyperfit Doug Chapman. So he kind of introduced us to his whole group of athletes. Uh, uh, I'm sure a lot of the listeners know, but he works with a ton of the top people out there. You know, China, Freddie, um, you know, a whole host of others, and he helps coach the the Miami team in the Grid League as well. How did you get hooked up with uh, with Hyperfit? That's a pretty big name in the and like. There's there's a few guys who do those top level coaching, like Dusty Highland. Or uh, mm-hmm. Ben uh, is a Bergeron, and then Hyperfit. Sure. Uh, how would you meet up with him, or how, how do you guys go back? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this. Uh, I've actually never met him in person. Ironically, um, 
he's uh, he's been at some Juggernaut stuff. Uh, we're good friends with the Juggernaut crew, Chad Smith, and all that. And uh, he kind of knows of us through there. And he's from uh, Ann Arbor, which is where me and my colleague both went to school. So I just kind of think he knows kind of of us and has seen a bunch of our work online. And yeah, I've chatted with him a few fun- few times on the phone and all that. So it's kind of more of those uh, you know mutual friend type things, and just kind of both appreciated. You know, he appreciated our work. We appreciate the work he does for a lot of top athletes. So it just kind of made sense. Cool. So uh, I guess I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Explain to people what RP Strength does and and kind of the makeup of the company a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So we primarily write online diet and training programs for folks. Um, We've got, uh, you know, quite the reputation going in the CrossFit circles. But I really work with all sorts of strength athletes. So CrossFit, you know, weightlifting, powerlifting, strongman. And, uh, you know, so a lot of people go, oh, well, you guys just work with athletes, right? Well, yeah, it's not necessarily true. We actually, you know, work with a lot of just, um, you know, general population who is just looking to get leaner or healthier, just lose weight. So that's a big makeup of our, uh, you know, total clients as well. And uh, you have a interesting staff um like you're not all like just registered dietitians or like certified strength and conditioning coaches. You've got some education, uh, some some legitimate bona fides in your on your roster of employees. Can you talk about that a little bit? I think that's kind of what makes you unique. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually consultants. Um, so we've got about uh, ten or so, and really, this kind of goes back. I come from a bodybuilding background, and I don't know if you're super familiar with bodybuilding, but there's kind of this whole divide between. Um, I'm going to use some stereotypes here, you know, kind of like uh, the meathead types who, you know, are just really big, you know, muscular, you know, they kind of have their evidence you know, kind of does the talking for them with the way they look and all that. Um, and then on the other side kind of have, you know, more or less kind of like the geeks, you know, the nerds who just, you know, will, will read all the evidence, all the studies, and they're trying to figure out how to do it themselves, you know, because they want to get better results. And so there's always been this divide between the two where it's like, you know, you have quote unquote the meatheads versus the you know the 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 nerds or whatever sort of. It's speak. like high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, totally. <laughs> and so, you know, our goal was like, well, you know, why not be both, right? So, you know, my my colleague who helped start our pay strength with me, you know, he has a PhD in sport physiology. He also has, uh, you know, his master's in uh, strength and conditioning. Um, and his undergrad was exercise science. My undergrad was. Uh, a kinesiology, so sport management. So it kind of made sense for me to kind of run, more or less run the company in terms of like the business and all that. Um, and he kind of helps create all the programs and all the science and all that. But yeah, so we have, you know, a couple registered dietitians on staff, probably have six or seven PhDs in, you know, like strength and conditioning, you know, sport science, sport physiology. Um, one of my colleagues has a PhD in uh, human nutrition and she's a registered dietitian. Uh, and you know she's a world champion jujitsu grappler, so we kind of we kind of set out to be like, all right, well, we want kind of the best of both worlds. You know, we want people who are really really qualified in terms of academics. So, you know, a lot of our staff they're professors or full time researchers, and then in addition, you know, they consult with us and they work with clients as well. So we really wanted to kind of combine, you know, high level athletes and high level academics because that seemed to be you know something that was missing out there. Yeah, it definitely seems uh, like as someone who's, you know, started this process trying to learn more about, like, the, the specifics of nutrition. And I started with, like, reading Rob Wolf's book, which is probably a, 
you know a popular one where people start with the paleo uh, the paleo solution sure, sure. and there's a lot of science in that book but that's the first time i ever kind of dove into the why behind some of this and then you start to kind of take some ownership i think if you understand the the motivation or the reason behind those things some sometimes so um what are some of the basic uh tenets of your program or the basic core ideas of the RP strength uh, template for lack of a better term? Sure. So everything's kind of based around, uh, you know, priorities, right? So in, in almost anything you're going to do, there's priorities, you know, certain things that uh, take priority or, you know, matter more than others. And so the way we look at it is we have a pretty cool chart as, you know, about six different priorities. So, you know, the main one, hopefully this goes without saying and, you know, it, the same would apply for training as well is no matter what you're doing, you know, no matter what diet you're running, the number one variable has to be consistency. Yeah. Right. You no, know, like if, if you're not showing up to the gym, you're not hitting your workouts. Well, you know, you're probably not going to progress all that well. You know, the same same holds true with dieting. If you know, no matter what the diet is, right, it could be the best diet in the world. But if you're not being consistent and you're only following it, you know, half of the time, well, you're only going to get half the results or you know, even more so with diet, you know, you can be really good five days out of the week. And then if you basically just completely fall off the wagon on the weekends, well, let's say you lose a pound or two during the week. I mean, you easily gain that back during the weekend. What happens is you end up kind of getting the worst of, of, of both worlds because you're trying to stay strict during the week and you're literally canceling yourself out on the weekend. And what happens is the net result is more or less even. You don't really go anywhere. So, you know, if you really want to kind of get the best results, you know, you know, consistency is king. So above all else, that's kind of the main priority is just consistency, which hopefully is more or less, you know, common sense. And so building off of consistency, you know, we always like to think about it, you know, what's a, what's a way that you can make a diet sustainable, you know, make it long term, you know, something that's lasting. So no quick fixes, no gimmicks, no fads. Again, that's why we, you know, have PhDs on staff. We're not after these, you know, 10-day detox or, you know, three-week little challenge things, you know, we're after what's going to be sustainable, what can actually change people's lives because, you know, anyone can do paleo for a couple of weeks and lose 5, 10 pounds in water weight. What happens when they stop that? Well, it comes right back and, you know, chances are, you know, they're right back where they started and probably discouraged and, you know, that's how, you know, dieting can get a bad name. We have all these little – because, again, you know, it's uh, – People want results, and people want results fast. So what's the quickest way to get results? Just drop out all of your carbs, and you lose a bunch of water weight. And it's just not a good strategy for long-term and for increasing and enhancing performance. So, you know, kind of everything that we do around, you know, the RP templates and everything is you, you, you're going to have these priorities, and they're going to lead to a, a, a sort of bigger picture in the way that you lay out your diet, you know, based around when you train and all that, and kind of touch on those just a little bit more. But it's kind of like those main principles aren't going to change no matter what your goal is. So if your goal is just to maintain your weight, you know, that's totally fine. If you want to lose weight, well, here's what you do. If you want to gain weight, here's what you do. You know, the, the layout and everything's not necessarily going to change, but the amounts are, you know, and the goals are going to change. So if you want to lose weight, it's like, okay, well, here's what you do. You have to, you know, reduce calories. And if you want to gain weight, well, you have to do the opposite and eat more. And that actually leads into, you know, once you get past consistency, so consistency is the overriding um, biggest priority. After that, you have calories in, calories out. We like to use the analogy uh, in the RP diet book that uh, you know calorie balance is. You know, if you're thinking about a car, that's that's the engine of your car. 
you know, it's the most important part. So it's going to account for about 50% of your diet success. So literally, you know, if you're trying to lose weight and you're not in a caloric deficit, meaning you're uh, eating less than you're burning, you're probably not going to lose much weight. You know, certainly there's some exceptions with like water weight and all that, but more or less that's kind of the, the most important part to think about. And the opposite would hold true if you're trying to gain weight. You know, if let's say you're 180 pounds, you're trying to get up to 190 and the, the scale's never moving, you know, you're just, you're not going to gain a whole lot of muscle, you know, by doing that sitting at the same weight. Again, there's a few exceptions to that rule, but by and large, you know, that's uh, kind of the overriding factor, you know, calorie balance. So if you eat less, you're going to lose weight. It's the best way to lose fat. And the opposite holds true for the best way to be muscle by yourself in a caloric surplus, meaning you're eating more than you're burning. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's like a pretty uh, that one's kind of traditional in in the sense of of it makes sense. I mean, there's the math kind of 